ooh, how about a little bonus song from an egg that lives just east of Chicago? Another country, maybe? I think it's called Indiana. Phil, what you got about one of our guys that we miss dearly? I thought QBs were only made in fairy tales. Meant for 31 other teams, but not for my bears. They were out to get me. That's the way it seemed. Disappointment haunted all my dreams. Then the bears drafted you. Justin Fields, not a trace of doubt in my mind. Then I saw your arm, and I was a believer. You can run, setting the single-game rushing record by QB. I'm in love. I'm a believer. Polls will only leave Chicago if you tried. I think the Bears lost again. Pretty sure. Not 100%. Dan might have to tell me. Oh, my God. But there's so much to get into. This is going to be an episode filled with lots of surprises, lots of fun, lots of songs from various eggs. It's Zero Dogs. We appreciate you listening, even though the Bears blow. Yes! Yes! Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. 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 Oh, yeah. Dan's kicking it off tonight because why the fuck not? This season is over ish sort of so we're just changing things up uh bill you look handsome as always are you wearing a is that a hoodie it's like a yeah athletic looking hoodie i, I love it i love it Thank is you. it is that lululemon it is not it is a knockoff i think i got it at your local target oh and it is very cozy my target personally or just no. a target okay yeah. Just a, a general, a general target. I, I like to, I like to make you feel at home when I talk mm-hmm. about shopping. You speaking of shopping, is that a new hat that you picked up off the shelf? No, no, no. I've had this one for uh, two years, mm. and it has been washed maybe once. It smells horrible. It makes my head itch real bad, but it keeps it warm. The bugs inside, they're running around, creating spoke and fire on my scalp. Well, that's, uh, it looks comfy. You look amazing. You look super handsome. So glad you kicked it off tonight. Yeah, we got a few surprises along the way tonight for our loyal listeners. Now that we are five games left in the season, thank God. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, let's, let's end it. Let's end the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think all Bear fans would agree with that at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it, Bill. Let's just go to the next segment. How about that? We'll talk a little Jets. I know you're dying to talk about the Jets, and maybe you're going to fill us in on the Packers. Who knows? Let's let's do it. Let's go to the next segment. See you next. Se- what do you? How do you wrap this up? I never know. See you next segment. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. 
It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That's unbelievable that the like the only bets that hit was seven two squares. <laughs> and Roquan tackle. And Roquan tackle. Did the overhead or no? <laughs> <laughs> You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. It's a thin hams. It's a thinly canned hams. Uh huh. Hams thin for the runners out there who like hams, who like to run, like Bill, marathon champion, 2022 in Chicago. Bill, speaking of running, did you run to your TV to watch Bears Jets? How did you consume the game? Uh, Were you talking about it with your neighbors, your friends, your family, your children? Tell me about where you were at when. Trevor Simeon took that first snap. So I was I was following very closely pregame on Twitter. You know, Elon Musk. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, as you know. I'm all in. I want a blue check mark on all of my burner accounts that may be suspended. And um, so I saw a lot of the kerfuffle. Oh my God, Simeon uh, heard his whatever heard his penis in the pregame and. Oh, Nathan Peterman's getting his chance. And then, um, can I be honest with you, Dan, in our in our audience? I think I probably should I be. wish you would. Yeah, I wish mm-hmm. you would. Did not watch one snap of Bears <laughs> Jets. Not one snap live or recorded. Okay. So I know what I saw a little bit on Twitter starting around 2.55 p.m. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You missed nothing. Let me just mm-hmm. come out and say it. We were, I was, I was a little excited for uh, Nathan Peterman. I'll just be honest. I think, I feel like it was Rick Fieldsman who said this was going to be the greatest day of Bears football because Rick loves seeing the world burn, mm-hmm. uh, much like myself. So we were we were robbed of that. It was, and I don't know if you how much you were following on Twitter when Simeon put together a couple of decent drives at the beginning of the game and the weather was dog shit. I think as I called it last week, there was 77% chance of rain. It was a hundred percent raining most of that game, if not all of it. And Simeon, you know, put together a few good drives. They get 10 points and people on Twitter are like, Ooh, as expected. Ooh, Justin Fields can't do that. Justin Fields can't hang in the pocket. Look at Trevor Simeon just out there whipping the ball. And then, you know, very quickly you're like, oh wait, he stinks, and we scored exactly zero points from there on out. So uh, <laughs> he showed his true colors, and I, you missed absolutely nothing. the The funny thing is, um, to me, Mike White 
being the like, oh, he's the guy with the Jets. Uh, are you? Are people serious? Do they know who the Bears are? Like, if you're no. saying that Zach Wilson stinks because he was bad against the Patriots, and then Mike White, what a basic ass name too. Oh, what, just come on, man! One of the dumbest names I've ever heard. <laughs> get off! Knock it off! Um, no offense to anyone who has the last name of of White out there. Um, but just you, you can't you can't you got pumped the brakes if you're talking yourself up again going against a Bears defense. Eddie Jackson, probably our best defensive player, he full blown died out there. I mean, Uh-oh. he was. I've just, not I've not bothered to see any replays. Was it was it ugly? I mean, it was no. It was like uh, it was a touchdown pass. He was sort of coming up to to make a tackle, and he just. By the time that he came into frame, he was already just laying on the ground. There was nobody around. Him. Oh <laughs> so boy! Oh it boy! Was, it was unbelievable. It's like, well, he's done, and he's—I uh, think he's officially on the IR, right? I mean, yes. there's no reason he's coming back. I don't. What, what did you see? What What was the final word on Mooney? Mooney I, also also IR, but I don't. What What was his injury? <laughs> I think he these are great questions. Yeah, like legs. Uh, yeah, it was like an ankle injury or something. It's okay. just like or like a high ankle. It's just who cares? Just just hang it up all together. So. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know. Honestly, Bill, you missed nothing with the Jets game. And I'll be honest, I was in and out of the second half. Mostly I lost a lot of interest because <laughs> you're not selling me on Trevor Simeon. Um, can I read you a little bit of Dan Pompey, Bill? I wish you would. <laughs> Kudos to me for actually reading Pompey. And most yes. of it was trash. But there was one bullet point. Did you read it or did no, you, no, you avoid I've... it? I have okay. abstained. I right. I felt very much like a priest from Sunday at noon <laughs> till this moment. Okay. All right. So here we go. This is one of the bullet points from Dan Pompey. Okay. I'm excited. If we wanted to learn anything about backup quarterback Trevor Simeon, we couldn't in that game. Simeon was a tease early, but he ended up looking like a player with a pulled oblique muscle who had poor pass protection and inconsistent receivers to throw to against a top defense in poor conditions. End bullet point. Who, who was wanting to learn anything about Trevor Simeon? Not me. Clearly, because <laughs> I didn't watch the watch. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not even his former coach, Pat Fitzgerald, not the biggest Northwestern fan we know, and Frank. Yeah. No. Not the coaching staff, even, I would think. He was in there because he had to be. Right. Yeah, Pompey's left. Was Pompey trying to figure out if Simeon was a better option than Fields? Is that what he's saying? Like, That's what oh, I'm reading out of that. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he, he finally noticed. It took that for him to notice that the offensive line stinks and the wide receivers <laughs> yeah. stink. That's what it took. That's what it took. I mean, just stupid. Just stupid all around. I, Such I, an I, idiot. I, I couldn't. Then his article was most. I was expecting it all to just be shit, and most of it was just dumb, like just dumb, mindless stuff. That one, the, I mean, just the line that Simeon was a tease early. Who was he teasing? I mean, it was just like, okay, well, we got a touchdown. Like he looked okay, but it fell apart quickly. It's grow up. I'm so glad that he just had that flash first drive. Apparently, from what you're describing, because. 
you called it last week. You were already pre-mad at people that were going to ride a narrative like, oh, see, Fields isn't as good as we think. You just need yep. a quarterback to get the ball out of his hands quickly and all that bullshit. And uh, I, I did see you responded to, um, is it Pete Bukowski, that Packers, yeah. like, pretend Bukaki. expert? Yeah. Yep. That basically kind of said that almost like, oh, here you go. Like, after the first drive, like, yeah. I haven't seen this type of Bears offense, I wonder why, sort of bullshit. And I think you, I think you responded, you replied to him saying, imagine being this dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's, it, yeah. yeah, I don't like, that guy, I don't follow him, but he pops up because Bears fans chirp at him, oh, so yeah. it shows up. It's like, just leave him be like he's just a troll um in his own right bears bears fans just love jumping on other teams oh yeah trolls and they just can't mm-hmm. even help themselves and mm-hmm. pete peter bukaki is definitely one of them yes. so i i uh yeah i don't know what more to say about the jets i got well, well bill should we do uh america's favorite segment keep an eye on dan it would be my honor All right, Bill. So for those who don't know, we, we run through. Uh, it's usually coming my way, but this time it's going to Phil. We give you. I'm going to give you three tweets. One is from Real Dan Weeder. Mm-hmm. One is from Real Dan Pompey, and one is from Fake Dan Weeder. You have okay. to guess who is who. And I think my record has been very poor, but you're going to do it this week. You're. I'm going to be honest, Bill. I made this. I made this pretty easy for you. So. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. I'm in. Tweet number one. I had to go back a ways for some of these, so bear with me here. Bears. Bears. With 15-plus weeks left in the season, I'm beginning to wonder if a lot of Bears fans truly read the waiver and terms and conditions they had to sign before entering the 2022 season. Okay. Okay. That was tweet one. Okay. Tweet number two. Jim Harbaugh and I were waiters at a charity event in the late 1980s. <laughs> I wrote about his fascinating bears today. Okay. Tweet number two. Tweet number three. Finally woke up from my personal Memorial Day hot dog fest. <laughs> I, okay. I think I, I think I've got these. I yep. think I got them. Um, first one, unless unless I'm getting tripped up by something real subtle, I feel like I remember real Dan Weederer saying that. So I'm gonna go okay. with real Dan number one. Okay. Uh, number two could go either way, <laughs> but it's definitely sound you know a reference to to the Bears of old. I gotta go Dan Pompey. And so that just leaves uh, fake Dan for for number three, though it, it doesn't strike me as familiar. So uh, I'm <laughs> I'm, in, I'm intrigued to know how this this shakes out. All right, well, well, Bill, you went three and zero. I'll say yes. that, but but there was a bit of a trick in there. The last one was actually uh, at Brad Swigs. 
uh, because I was unable to just look up any tweets from fake Dan Weeder because I think that account has officially been suspended or canceled, however we look at it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you nailed it. I, I did get a chuckle going through Brad Swig's uh, <laughs> tweets, and I just thought, oh, I can't find any Dan, so I'll just do that. But you nailed it. Uh, I told you I made it way too easy on you. The Jim Harbaugh, there is a picture of Pompeii with Harbaugh dressed as waiters and they have their names on their shirt oh my okay so i in all honesty i thought you completely made that one up because you you couldn't access certain things maybe that is that's embarrassing damn well it is embarrassing and i did have to create a new twitter account today just (laughs) just to be able to see bob tweets because he's blocked at gopher bones so uh it was good to be back and his that dude just all he does is just tweet out his his articles yeah. nonstop. So I, I was miserable. like, I'm missing nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm missing absolutely nothing. So yeah, and he um, retweets his own tweets about his stupid articles that that have nothing to do with the Bears most of the time. Which good for him. He also loves to retweet people saying, "Oh, I like this article by Dan Pompey," and he'll retweet that. It's like, ah, bad luck, buddy. Yeah, bad luck, real bad luck. Um, yeah, you're at Gopher Bones. That is true. That's your real one. I'm at Zero Doinks on Twitter. What's your What's your new handle for us to find it? No, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just created it with a Google uh, email, and they're okay. like, "Here it is." It's like a handle that has Dan and like eight thousand numbers. So I I couldn't even tell you, and I, I th- don't imagine I'll be using it anymore after today. <laughs> I think when you have that many numbers after your name on Twitter, you're a racist, I think is what that means, right? <laughs> oh, no, sure. does it? <laughs> I think so. Those are the people that usually are like, oh, ooh, why do you have a problem with Russians? Oh. I hate I hate brown people. <laughs> it's it, Other than they were just bots. They're just Russian bots, right? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like Russia, why are you stop sending money to Ukraine? That type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, um, well, good job, Bill. I'm really proud Thank of you. you. You crushed it. Okay, so one other exercise I want to do with you um, that sounded way more sexual than I intended. I like it. We, um, so we discussed many weeks ago that by the Jets game, we were going to make a final decision on whether Justin Fields was the guy. Yep. Yes or no. Correct. Obviously, I think we can we can safely say he is the guy, right? Oh, yeah. So I want to go through the rest of the Bears roster with you one by mm-hmm. one. I left out a few guys, but and I want you to tell me if they're the guy or not. And I need a yes or a no. You can't. Okay. It's, it's a definitive. So, so, so like, meaning, so somebody that we want on the team for next yes, year, basically. Exactly. Okay. Like, okay. you feel good about them being back next year? Don't like contracts, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yes or no? All right. I like this. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. JF one. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna make notes. What, what yes. you got here? Yeah. How about How about Monty? Yes. 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 Khalil Herbert. I'm hesitating, so I think no. That's a no. I, I agree with you on that one. Um, Ebner e- Evans played a, a decent amount. 
this game it, as well. That's it was another reason so. for me to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna pass on watching this most of this game. All right, Cole Komet. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Mooney. Yes. Claypool. Yes. Okay. Let's see. What are we up to? There's only one you've said no to so far. Yeah, well, it's Our not a good start. Offense. Yeah. Uh, Nikhil Harry. No. Velas. No. Equinamius St. Brown. No. All right. I'm not naming any more wide receivers. That settles it. Uh, Braxton Jones. Yes. Oh, okay. Confident that he's he's the guy. Left tackle specifically, or find not necessarily. Spot yeah, not necessarily left. I'm not. I'm not married to left, but I'm. I'm willing to give him at least one more year. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cody Whitehair. No. Okay. Sam Mustafer. No. On. No. <laughs> How about uh, Tevin Jenkins? Yes. Okay. Good. Larry Borum. No. Okay. I agree with you. Maybe Braxton Jones. I would maybe say is still a no for me, but. Okay. Uh, definitely Tevin Jenkins. All right, we're going to go to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Travis Gibson. I'm a no. Fuck no. him. Good. All right. Such a bummer. Like, it I feels know. like he should be so much better. I thought this was his, uh, after Quinn left. I was like, this is when he's going to take off. Is it also a product of him just being on a really shitty defense all around? That That's maybe. I don't know. You could, you could twist my arm, but I, I would yeah. be a no as well. But yeah. Is this going to be not that it's same Leonard Floyd like ceiling, but I could see Gibson going somewhere else and be like, oh shit, he's actually not bad. But I don't know, True. he's not showing it. Uh, all right, Justin Jones. Yes, I like Justin Jones. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Angelo Blackson. No, done with him. <laughs> <laughs> done with him. How about Al Quadine Mohammed? You know, I haven't really noticed him. I know he's good for the scheme. So now, gone. Okay. See ya. Nicholas Morrow. Mm, nah, we could do better. No. All right. You're going to get catch some heat for this one, depending on what you say. Jack Sanborn. I- I'm in. I'm in oh. for next year with Sanborn. I'm not I'm not throwing very, an extension his way. He's very Nick Kwiatkowski to me. He is very strong Kwiatkowski. Yeah. Like, where eventually you're like, uh, yeah, 2020, people, you know, 2023 though. I'm in like, okay. that's, you, you need One a cheap, cheap linebacker. Totally fine. But you feel good if we're building a defense that he's a part of it. Like, no, he feels no. like he's doing okay on a really horrible defense. I'm not calling him, you know, these people are like, Oh, he's got so many more tack. He's got so many more tackles than Roquan right now after the trade. It's like, we're also giving up like 30 some points a game. So, yeah. What are we supposed no. to do with that? <laughs> so. I think he's a an ideal like rotational guy. He can get yep. you out of a out of a game or he plays 20% of snaps or whatever, but yeah, I I'm not married to him. I'll qualify it. He doesn't have to be my starter long term. I I want him on my team though. A good probably good special okay. team dude too. Okay. All right. All right. I can live with that. Uh Jalen Johnson. Yes. I'm in. All right. Kyler Gordon? Yes, I'm in. Okay. Brisker? Yes. Double yes. Love that guy. Oh. Eddie Jackson? Fuck. Uh, mm, I wish he didn't get hurt, because I'd say no and try to trade him for something in the offseason. Oh, man. 
You said quick yes or no, so I guess I'm a no. No, but I'm right. but I'm a real I'm a real soft no though. Like only. I I I, I don't know. Say, I'd be in on I'm I'm a, I'm a yes on him. Yeah. I think he, I think he's gotten his mojo back. I think he's yeah. he's figured it out, and he's been he's been, had a really good year. Um, I would I would be a yes. Let, let that dude hang in there. But I get it. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill I would have, yeah. It. I would have flipped him. I, I'd say no, flip him for parts. But I feel like that depends on that injury. That may make it moot. Got it. All right. So amongst the starters, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve total on both sides. That'd be higher than I would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. If you said how many? Talent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's twelve. Where um, were you? Do you remember? I think I only disagree with Braxton Jones. I'm not. I'm not sure on him and Sanborn, but I do like Eddie Jackson. So I have like maybe one less total okay. than, than you do. But uh, it just surprised me as well as I was thinking through the guys who are the the guys. And yeah, feels like too many. The fi- too eleven many. feels like too many. <laughs> maybe this is why we're bad. All right, let's go through a couple more. Luke Getze. Yes. All right. Alan Williams. No. <laughs> okay. E- e- it's not even his fault, but uh, no, I'm going to say no. Uh, Eberfl- I'm in on Eberflus. Okay. I'm in. All right, good. And Poles, Ryan Poles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm in. All right. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in on all those. Uh, anyone with Sorry, Williams. Do, <laughs> do, we need to, uh, do we need to do special teams, guys? Santos, we're okay with him? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with Santos still, and... Uh, Trent Gill, yeah, yeah, he's he's been pretty he's good fine. this year. Yeah, he's been honestly, he, I think he's better than Pat O'Donnell. To be oh, honest with you, a hundred percent better. I don't yeah. Pat O'Donnell. We hung onto him for so long, and it's the Packers. He's not doing well with the Packers either. They, I guess, I don't follow closely enough, but they still seem very mad about their special teams. And every time I I see him, I always think he is going to break your heart in a crucial moment. Like yep. he, that's, that was his thing. Like over the course of time, his stats look great. When there was like the punt that you needed, yeah. something bad would happen. He's going to, he's going to kick a line drive. Mm-hmm. So you're no coverage down the field. That's going to be returned maybe for a touchdown, but yep. uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with Trent, yeah. Trent and Gill, whatever he goes. <laughs> I know. By. I never, remember. Uh, well, good. That was good. That's still like more than I would have guessed. Um, Let's do Bill. Let's do Golden Cock. I feel like okay. we missed this the last few weeks, but um, there was a good roundup of nominees. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll just come out and say it: absolutely none of the nominees actually played in the game this weekend. Okay. So okay. Uh, this could be tough. We got to vote for uh, Nathan Peterman. Okay. We got to vote for a nominee for Dan Campbell, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a nominee for uh, Alan Robinson. I don't really know why. Okay. For getting a lot of money with the Rams, I believe. Uh, we got one for Zach Wilson. Okay. And we got one for Fireman Ed. Okay. So feel free to take one of those. Uh, mm. I know you didn't watch the game, so it would be surprising if you took someone that actually played, but actually makes sense that yeah. all the nominees are, uh, they were spectators of the game or didn't watch it like yourself. So why okay. don't you share with us, the audience, who you're going with? This is great with the shoe on on uh, both of my feet. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. 
Um, I am going to go with somebody that I, this is probably the only opportunity for this person to get it. Great. I'm, I'm not going to veto it. I'm going Nathan Peterman just for being in the news from 11 to 12 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. Nathan Peterman, zero doinks, Cornish Hen Player of the Week as voted on by the fans and eggs. So That's a know. very weird. Oh, thank you, Bill, for picking Nathan Peterman. He's going to shoost me with one of his interceptions. Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for not eating me. I'm still around. Nathan Peterman, come get me and hold me on the sidelines. Would you throw another interception? Don't shoot me. I have buckles on my shoes. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Way more Yoda than than I intended. (laughs) I didn't practice it at all. So intentionally, just so it sounded terrible. I think it was great. I was worried, as were some of our listeners, that... (laughs) He was shoosted uh, last week when he was missing from the episode. So what a relief that Cornishen is still around. (laughs) And it made me sound like a smoker. Um, Well, good. I think we got that all covered. Anything else for Jets week? Are we ready to move on forever? We yes, uh, the game did not exist in my world, so I feel good about it. One thing to leave this segment with um, are speaking of fans and eggs, Phil in Indiana oh, uh, finally finally delivered on a bet. Uh, Phil is the biggest Mitch Trubisky stan I've ever met. Dan, I think can agree yep. with that, and um, he. I think he was steadfast that Mitch was going to survive the year as a starting quarterback for the Steelers. And I think he got benched week four, week five, and was back briefly because of injury, but clearly Pickett is the guy. So to wrap up this week, considering the Steelers had a big win on Monday night, here is just a piece of a song that Phil uh, made delivering on, on the bet. So thank you, Phil. The full song will be at the end of the episode in lieu of the best of season four. That, that'll that take a, a TV timeout. So, Phil, this is just a taste. If you want all of Phil, you have to la- listen at the end. Thank you, Phil. And thank you, Dan, for leading this segment. Thank you. Mitch Trubisky will... Rise again, your story's not over. Oh, Mitch, you'll rise once more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. butter through my fingers and my toes and my butt crack so thank you phil that was beautiful 
Uh, I know Bill's going to take us through some Green Bay talk. First want to mention our sponsor this week is uh, Grimace. Grimace is a sponsor this week, not McDonald's, yes. just Grimace. Uh, obviously, the I'm sure, as you know, Bill, everybody knows the McRib is on a farewell tour. I don't know when it's ending. Mm. It's going to be gone forever. Nobody loves those McRibs like that fat son of a bitch Grimace. So make him proud. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a McRib. Rub yourself in the tummy like Grimace would. Boing, boing, boing. It's me, Grimace, in the corner. Get a McRib for Grimace. All right, Bill. Any thoughts on Grimace, McRibs? Are you a McRib guy? I'm I'm okay on McRibs. I although I saw a picture of a McRib without barbecue sauce on it once, and it yeah, was I, appalling, absolutely appalling. It's so like, it yeah. is, it, it's meant to be like it's like pressed meat made to look like bones, yeah, like ribs, like actual yeah. ribs. Weird. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to look at that. You just Mm-mm. dunk it in that sauce that probably has like way more sugar than you'd like to know. Throw oh, yeah. a few raw onions on there. Give me some mm-hmm. pickles. Mm-hmm. You just grip it and rip it. It's gonna get real messy. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Grimace died for our sins. So show him respect with a McRib. The that would be great if like the host at. Uh, mass was an actual like tiny McRib. Oh yeah. Would you be on board for that? I might go to Mass if that if that was the case. Yeah. If you ever if you ever stumble upon that, just let me know and I'll okay. at least go on Christmas. Okay. We've I've made jokes in my house that it actually should be the host should be a mini uh crunch wrap supreme. Because mm-hmm. it kind of are the same shape. You just throw a little like a little hard shell in there, a little little uh, ground beef, little little nacho cheese. What would be the harm in that? None. Absolutely you none. Just, yeah, it's like, oh, this is this is his body. It's like, and the inside, it's like his guts, mm-hmm. which is ground beef. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. I think people would, like, come back in line for seconds, which is probably sacrilege, but yeah. uh, worth it. Are you not allowed to have what's like the turnaround time for how many hosts you can host in your body? Yeah, I think you can I think you can gobble up to 5 or 6 like behind the tabernacle, you can kind of sneak some. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think in public, I think just one, but yeah, maybe is a baker's it, dozen. Is it a 24-hour like waiting mm. period? Uh like like let's say I Let's say I went to midnight mass, and the next mm-hmm. I went to mass the next morning. You have to say, "Well, hold on." You check your watch, and you're like, "Yeah, sorry, it's not Jesus o'clock yet." And you, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I think, I I think speak... you have to dump. You have to dump them out. You I have think to dump them out. You have to dump what, your, them out your before boobs? you can eat. You gotta. No, you gotta. You gotta dump out the the prior jesus before you can have another one. Oh, okay i got you it for, like to prove it you got to prove it in he, front of a priest yes yeah he, okay. he said i recognized you for midnight mass it's 6 a.m which first of uh-huh. all why are you going to mass why are you doubling up on mass in six hours mm-hmm. second of all do you have a stool sample showing that you dumped out last night's jesus christe <laughs> 
And my answer would be, my digestive tract doesn't move that fast, Father. And why are you naked in front of me? <laughs> so how is, I don't, not a, how's, yeah. how's our Wikipedia page looking, by the way? <laughs> it's it's got to be. These guys love talking about the Catholic Church way more than they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would make I don't know. For Wikipedia. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully somebody started it. I, I've yet to look uh, since we mentioned it last week. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what did you call? What did you call the host? It was Jesus. Jesus Christ, eh? I think something like that. Felt That's good. Great. Uh, well, well, Bill, um, should we move to Green Bay? You got any uh, hot, hot gossip for our, our loyal listeners? Okay. I do. Before we get into uh, some stuff about Green Bay, um, you know, I'd, I'd be doing Dan a disservice if I didn't if I didn't follow in his footsteps a little bit and let the audience know it's going to be a high of 38 degrees on Sunday at Soldier Field. It's a bit cloudy. Precipitation seems minimal, so that ought to be great. Uh, I think the low is 23, so let's hope for the high. Uh, Bears down 95, 104, six ties in the history of this magical series. Green Bay's won seven straight, including 27 Oof. to 10 on the 18th of September at Lambeau Field. That felt a lot closer than 17 points. I was surprised to to see that again. Um, that's not great. That's not ideal. Not I, I you know. I, and I really don't want things to change this Sunday because I love the draft position at number two, baby. But we could beat the Packers. I'd be okay with that. Anywho. Do you, are uh, you don't, one of the, Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bill. Are you one of the, uh, oh, I want Rodgers to play so we could beat him type of, type of guy, or you just want to beat the Packers? Um, I would I would just like to beat the Packers. I don't care if Rodgers okay. plays or not. It, it seems like he's going to. Uh, but – I know that in April we would feel bad about the extra win. Yep. So I'm not rooting against the Bears, don't get me wrong. But if they lose, it won't hurt the same way that it usually does. Agreed. Just I'm just putting that out there. Uh, I have no idea who's doing the game. I assume it's on Fox. I will probably watch. Uh, so we'll see. Rick Fieldsman definitely will not be watching. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> He, I'm not convinced he likes football, but we love Rick. I'm not we convinced do. he likes us. Yeah. No. Um, so I thought this week, you know, we all know about, oh, you know, the, it's owned by the city. You know, it's Green Bay. You know, everybody has a fake piece of paper that they paid money for. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same front office. It's the same bullshit. So I'm going to read. I'm going to read a few factoids about Green Bay that I don't think Dan has mentioned over the years, but. If, I, if any of these sound familiar, I absolutely apologize. Uh, let's start with the fact that Green Bay was once called Le Bain des Poutons, <laughs> which means the stinking bay. That's what it translates to. No the way. stinking bay. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the way it smelled. It was just a poor, um, poor translation, I guess, in the 1600s. Pretty weird. But... Uh, I I think because you and I are very pompous, like Dan Pompey, I think we should we should call them Les Bays du Pont Packers from this <laughs> moment forward. I'm definitely going to remember that. Okay. Uh, yep. I'm in. Yeah. If the, okay. if the bay fits, you got to wear it, stinky bastards. 
You got to do it. You got to do it. And I don't have it. I don't have a ton here. I don't want to. I don't want to bore you, Dan. I don't want to bore bore audience. But I got a couple couple more factoids here. Um, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but there is an amusement park in Green Bay called Bay Beach, and the most popular ride is called the Zippin' Pippin' Roller Coaster. That seems like it should be made up, but I think it's real. And it makes me think, of course, of Scottie Pippen and his cheapness tipping people and his ex-wife that is dating one of Michael Jordan's kids, right? Yep. Uh, I was definitely trying to rattle around a tilt-a-whirl, no-tipping-pipping joke as you were re- as you were saying that. So I couldn't come to come t- together on that one. But uh, and do you think Jordan likes that his son's dating Larsa yes. Pippen, or is he like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I think he loves it because I, you know, I think there's a little tension between those two. I wouldn't be surprised if MJ put his kid up to it. <laughs> That's awesome. It what would an be asshole. Great. Absolutely. A um, couple local celebrities, one of which we've talked about before that I'll touch on here in a second. But um, one guy I don't think we've mentioned is his name is Joel Hodgson. He was the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000. He graduated from high school in Green Bay, which was oh. shocking because I didn't think Green Bay had high schools or education of any sort. So that was a bit of a, of a surprise. A uh, couple, or couple things, I guess, about one thing about the show, 229 episodes. Have you ever Whoa. seen any episode of Mystery Science Theater? That was one of those late night Comedy Central shows, right? That you just yes. throw on in the background as you're maybe half in the bag. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't like tell you anything. They just watch weird show. Like, I feel like I enjoyed it, but it, it had a cult following for sure mm-hmm. of people who are really into it which I think made me like it a little less. Uh, I absolutely hate it now knowing that the creator is from Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. Same. I never watched a full episode. I remember like robots, like the the profile of a couple of pretend robots clicking their little metal hands in the air. Like it, it was, yeah, I never got into it. I feel like maybe as an adult, I'd like it more, but I'm, I agree. I, I'm all the way out once I learned yeah. this about Joel Hodgson. Here's a little something with Joel, too, uh, that they couldn't help but put in his Wikipedia profile. He turned down the opportunity to be on an NBC sitcom with Michael J. Fox. Oh, Okay, he definitely put that in there, right? No, like, a no, million there's no, percent. There's zero record of it, but somehow that magically showed up in Wikipedia. Gee, I wonder how. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. missed opportunity for him to be on Stranger Things. Not Stranger Things. What was uh, what was the show? Uh, he, that was I was way off on that one. That's okay. What was Family the show ties, he was on? Right? Family Ties. It? I was going to mm-hmm. say Perfect Strangers, but that's mm-hmm. Balky. Uh mm-hmm. What was it? Oh, Family Ties. There we go. Yeah. yeah. He's real. Did you watch that I'm show? Real... Oh, yeah. I watched that religiously, like with my whole family on, was it Sunday nights or whatever, right? Yeah, I don't Never... know. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it. His dad had a real creep vibe, like later in life looking back, like real scruffy beard, kind of probably was banging the neighbors, maybe the neighbor's kids even, just not, not great. Somebody always wore a sweater vest at all times. I don't remember if it was the dad or, or Michael J. Fox's uh, character. I don't remember. I feel like the dad uh, could have been hanging out with um, the guy from Alf. 
the pedophile yeah. from Elf. <laughs> like maybe they were actually neighbors. Do you think there's a chance they lived in the same neighborhood and they yeah. never That's crossed streams, never crossed yeah. cameras? Hey, Willie! Hey, Willie! Don't put it in my ass! Is that what Elf <laughs> said? I think that was his tagline, pretty sure. So then on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I alluded to another celebrity that was previously mentioned on Zero Doinks, Tony Shalhoub, star mm-hmm. of Monk. Uh, Dan and I, if you did not realize, watched episode one and the finale of Monk, which I believe went nine uh, seasons. Yep. And similar to Bears Jets, if you don't watch, you don't miss much. So it, it kind of all wrapped up perfectly. Uh, not a big deal. So I, I was curious what Tony Shalhoub was up to today. Like, is he still working? What's going on? Uh, he is still acting, Dan. I don't know if you realize oh. this. He, there's a 2022 sci-fi comedy drama with Jim Gaffigan that he is in. Uh, he stars as Dr. Alvin in Linoleum. So uh, I don't know if you're, if you're looking for something new to watch. You know, I don't know what streaming service it's on, but jump on Amazon and get yourself some linoleum starring Tony Shalhoub as Dr. Alvin. I kind of want to know what type of doctor he is. I should have dug a little deeper. That one's on me. Uh, You look like you might be doing a little research uh, uh, on the side here, buddy. Uh, I don't know. uh, Linoleum. That's a hard word. I don't know how even how to spell that. I know. Linoleum. Come on, Jim Gaffigan. Give, you know, work with a couple dummies like us, asshole. He, oh, he's also in that Miss Mrs. Maisel show. I, I watched a few a season okay. of that. That wasn't terrible. Okay. Uh it's got a seven point six IMDb rating out of ten. Linoleum. That is okay. Not bad. Okay. All right. Protect I got nothing for you. you. I have no okay. idea. He's got to be a butt doctor for sure. God, hopefully he doesn't have to watch over Alf. A lot of damage <laughs> there. Uh, so that's that's one thing he's got going on. But the, the other thing that intrigued me more, I would say, about Tony Shalhoub is that, and I correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, or, or stop me if you've said this before, he is an investor in a Michelin-starred Italian restaurant called Resdora that is in oh. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, okay. an investor in New York City. There is a dish. I, I went on the menu. Uh, went on their website. They had a menu, I should say. There's a dish called Grandma Walking Through Forest in Amelia. <laughs> it's $28. What kind of dish name is that? Do people, it's got to be some kind of like New York inside joke, right? Like, I don't I don't get that. Or is it an Italian joke? You're, you got some Italian in you. I do absolutely do not i think you do i don't know what that means um i'm also on the menu as well and my favorite dish is verde on verde on verde aggressive too many verdes i'm in i'm very in my favorite thing though is you'll see if you go to the faqs dan one of the questions is do you have a dress code and the answer is as long as you're wearing clothes you're welcome to join us and I really, I really got a <laughs> chuckle out of that. So I'm, I'm pro Reds, Rizdora. 
And uh, as you know, Dan, next week I'm going to be in New York. And at the very least, I want to walk by because I feel like I can get just a little Tony Shalhoub on me, a little bit of his vibe. What, um, what, what you're out there next week? Mm-hmm. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday night? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday? And, okay. And I think we've got um, the week. It's a bye week. So I think, I don't think we'll be doing mm-hmm. zero doinks anyway. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, you know, loyal listeners, you got the week off. Uh, is it open uh, on Tuesdays? Uh, what, what do we got? They just don't have any. They don't have any reservations. So I'm mm. trying to book one for okay. you. <laughs> uh, for four, you're gonna need four, right? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not looking great, Bill. Maybe if you ping uh, Shalub and let him know you'd like to take a table, uh, that'd be your best drop. But it looks like it's very popular. Very popular. Okay. I get it. If he if he's an investor, I, I understand why the people in New York could be all over it. Uh, that's all I have for, for Green Bay Week, Dan. Um, I loved it. Thank you so much. That was that was wonderful. Very efficient. Welcome. Great Green Bay facts. Stinky, stinky bay. Stinking bay. How do you say it again? Le bay de poids. De poids. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. What, what do you think about uh, Jordan Love? Is he? Are we worried about him yet or... Uh, I what, love how he was he was anointed the the next best thing by pa- Packers fans basically sold out Rodgers immediately when they saw yep. Love in garbage time and he did look better than than he has I'll I will grant Packers fans that but you might want to pump the brakes just a just a tiny bit uh, relax let a team prepare for Jordan Love for a week and then come talk to me. Well, and it's also like, oh, Justin Fields would never do this. Oh, the God. first pass he threw was like a eight yard in route from Christian Watson, who then ran it like sixty yards. It was yeah. an incredible run after the catch. It was. So it was. Uh, he's got a way too much credit for that touchdown. Watson might. <clears throat> he might be awesome. Yeah. He might <clears> throat> throat> Sorry, <throat> Watson in my throat. Whoops. Yeah, you do. Whoop. Yeah, he might be excellent. Uh, I just love that, like, sober minds this week or with Rodgers basically being like, I'm playing, so no yeah. big deal. And, you know, he runs that franchise. So good luck trying to get him out of the building, first of all. That's not going to happen. Second of all, if you somehow accomplish that, I th- isn't the dead cap, like, Best case scenario is forty five million or something for yep. for him if he retires. <laughs> he and, retires. and it gets worse each year. It, it goes up and up and up. Or even if they trade him, the dead cap survives just because they gave him all that guaranteed cash. So you're fucked, Green Bay. There was Still. an I, there was an awesome scenario. I think it was like a, a I don't know, I don't know how, how he popped up on Twitter. He's like a capologist type of guy specifically for the Packers. Okay. And he was like, I'm just, he's just, and his response was like, I'm going to say this again. I'm tired of repeating it, but people keep asking me. And he basically just laid out what you did. Like if they, okay. if he retires, it's like 45 million. And he's like, stop asking me if they can cut him. Because I think if they cut him and just cut him loose, it's like 90 million. Yeah, It's something it's ridiculous. It's yes. way worse. He's yes. like, so he's not going anywhere. So stop, like basically stop tweeting at me. But I love that Rogers, you know, Mister. Ooh, I may retire. I may go host Jeopardy. And the minute everyone's like, "Yeah," like we found your replacement, he's like, 
Like, no, no, I'm in. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to yeah. play it. I'm not. Yeah. My ribs are fine. Yeah. Ribs Scans are, fine. are great. Yeah. And of course, he had to, Rogers in his interview with McAfee had to give us a shot. Like, oh, I'm going to Chicago. I love playing in Chicago. We'll get a win and then it's a buy. It's like, just because yeah. you're probably right about this doesn't give you any right to punch us right in the Johnsons again, yeah. you dumb bastard. Yeah. yeah, i i would like a I would like a Bears win this week. I, yeah. I'm not, you know, right. it would be all right. And in front of, especially if it's Rogers, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not banking on that at all. So, um, all right, buddy, all right. we, we all good right. to go to the next segment? Oh, we are, baby. Let's. Do it, Dan. It's been a pleasure walking you through the streets of Green Bay. I'm very pleasured. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Ooh, Bears Fantasy Corner. Oh, my God. Dan, I don't remember. I didn't remember who we had until I turned on my loyal computer here in, in uh, the, the cave here, the Zerdogs cave that I have in my house. And I saw that I left my uh, my browser up from last week, and I was doing research on James O'Shaughnessy. So I remembered <laughs> that I had picked him as a tight end, and he's on the Vikings, I think, now. So that didn't work. I know I had zero points. I don't remember who you picked last week. Do you? Not a clue. Okay. Uh, I think you get the win no matter what because your player was on our active action. roster. An actual mm-hmm. bear. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah, why don't thanks, you kick, buddy. make it, take it, bud. All right. Well, uh, this is a big week, obviously. It's going to be 30-something degrees, 32 degrees. I don't know what you said. Um, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I think this is going to be a big game for one guy and one guy in particular just who's historically played well in the coldish weather. That's Byron Pringle. Mm. And he's uh, he's going to have five catches for uh, three yards. Some of them are going to be negative yards, uh, but he's going to have two touchdowns. So Byron Pringle is my click to clit to pick. I think Who do you like, a, Bill? It's a it's a fantastic pick. I'm a bit jealous that I hadn't thought of it. Obviously, he gave it a lot of thought. So, kudos. To you. <laughs> Uh, shaloob shaloob just shalooped all over my mic um i'm gonna go with a guy that through thick and thin he's always been there for us in 2022 he is uh, i would say a little underrated i think okay and he's nothing if not athletic i think we can all agree you might not have him on your list for next year but i do his name is braxton jones and i think he will be uh tight end eligible for a goal line play and he will catch a ball from nathan peterman uh one catch one yard six points six point three five six point three five in our league that's how many points he'll get braxton jones is my quick pick buddy you have Peterman throwing him the pass mm-hmm. too. I mean, I things have gone real bad for the Bears at that <laughs> point. You got us, you got us getting blown out then, huh? 
Yeah, that that's smells happening. like garbage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'd I love fun. the thought. I, I love the thought of us in garbage time doing uh tackle eligible passes. Like that's some Matt Nagy shit if I've ever heard it. But mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm absolutely into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dan, do you want to know who some of the top and bottom performers of the week were? Yes, I would. This is so weird to be on the other end of it. I love it. Absolutely. Do you care to guess who number one was? And I'll give you a hint, not a quarterback. Oh, um, boy, I was pretty far out of the loop this week. Delvin Cook. Right position. Red says wrong shape. Uh, Josh Jacobs, number one, 43.8 points. 43.8 points. He had over 200 yards rushing, two touchdowns, uh, 70-plus yards receiving, maybe a receiving touchdown, too. I apologize. This is based off of our league, our rules, 43.8, Josh Jacobs, number one. Number two, Justin Herbert. We've mentioned his name a few times this year, 40.5. And rounding out the top three, I believe this is his first appearance, Trevor Lawrence, 36.2. All of whom would have been eclipsed had JF1 been healthy and played, of course. course. Absolutely. Um, Let's take a look at the Taysom Hill Trash Players of the Week presented by Glad. Taysom Hill, thank you so much. Uh, Taysom, the, the garbage man, had two points. Okay. Uh, he had 13 yards rushing, one catch for seven yards. So Taysom Hill, still trash. Uh, number three on the list, Raheem Blackshear, running back from Carolina. He was minus 0.65 points. Again, our league, our rules. If you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. Number two, <laughs> trash player of the week, Jalen Virgil. A wide receiver from Denver at minus 2.0, so he must have fumbled probably on a punt return, so he's probably actually zero, if we're all being honest. <laughs> the number one trash player of the week, Skylar Thompson, quarterback, Miami Dolphins, minus oh. 2.01. Didn't realize somebody other than Tua took a snap, but Skylar definitely did, and he is a Taysom Hill trash Player of the week presented by Glad Dan. Back to you. Uh, I'm trying to look up Taysom Hill's um, contract this year. I'm not see. Why do I not see him? He scrubbed Oops. it from the internet just out of is, embarrassment. Who is? Um, oh, here we go. His cap hit is 28 million dollars this year. <laughs> it's dead cap. Christ. <laughs> He makes no sense. He makes no sense. No. He's not making a ton. Uh, he's making $5 million this year, but God, that guy sucks. Yeah. He's had Just one sucks. good week this year. One good week. Yeah. His cap, his dead cap hit is $28 million, and his cap hit for it goes up to 13 then 14 then 14 the next three years. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. What? Who's the idiot that signed him for all that fucking money? Seriously. I mean, that had to have been um, Sean Payton, right? Yeah. Do you want to guess how old he is? Taysom Hill? He, um, God, I don't even know how long he's been in the league. I'm going to guess 26. He's 32 years old. What? How is that possible? Did he go on a a mission? It must have. 32 years old. That's... Even worse. 
He's been in the league since 2017. Oh my god! Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. embarrassing. He's made 32 million dollars so far. Too much money. <laughs> Just too much money. He's trash. I'm not wrong. I'm money. not wrong. No, he's trash. You were right. You were right. You were on it before anybody else was, <laughs> and yeah, even during his best of times, you've you've. You've been steadfast that he is a hot of garbage. Yep. BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson, stinks. We were on that one for a while as well. So I bet the Jets were wishing they had Justin Fields. Joke's on you, motherfuckers. He's ours. Don't touch him. This has been Bears Fantasy Corner. Thank you, Dan, for allowing me to fill in for you. You did great. Way better than me. I love you. I love you. Happy penis day, everybody. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes. Yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Come on. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go. Kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Shavakoo is the window. Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh, baby. Rick Fieldsman has been nothing but hot, Rick and I Fieldsman can't wait to hear his three hot picks for this week. This is Ricky, what you got, baby? When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what, what comes to mind? He's a dummy. All right, doinkers, we are back. This is Rick Fieldsman for the Uninitiated. This is Hams and Spreads, the segment within Hams and Bread. Segment within Zero Doinks, the weirdest Chicago Bears podcast on earth. Um, I'm having a great day. I'm having a great week. I'm having a great, uh, weekend. Uh, I have a lot to be thankful for. I had, uh, I smoked a little turkey myself. Turned out amazing. Um, I've been betting a lot. I've been betting a whole lot. Uh, lots of hot bets. Lots of parlays. Lots of teasers. Lots of wins. I, you know what? Here's the thing. Um, you should be betting because you like betting. It's fun. But you know what was really fun? Uh, winning. <laughs> winning is really fun. And when those funds hit the account, oh, baby. You know what I do? I, uh, I, I send that money right to the bank. I go to the bank and I get rolls of pennies of all my winnings. And I just line it up. And it's like a Lincoln Law. I just build myself a nice little castle and uh, just enjoy it. Just enjoy my, my time by myself. Enjoying my win- winnings because 
Uh, what's the winnings if you can't share it with those you love, which in my case happens to be myself? I have three of the hottest picks of all time. Um, I mean, I did zero prep work. I looked at the board exactly 45 seconds before hitting play. Record. Play and record. It's one of those uh, old cassette tape recorders, right? You got to press them both down at the same time. Uh, I found three bets that I cannot live without. I need these bets so bad. Uh, they're going to sit in my my bets forever, in my settled and the win column, and I'm here to share them with you, the loyal listeners. Uh, let's see. I'm not betting the NFL. I'm not betting the Bears. I... I just don't care. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I feel great, but I'm exhausted. I'm on to bigger and better things. Formula One, lots of movement in the offseason. World Cup, lots of hot bets on the World Cup that are going my way. And football, college edition coming right at you. So let's get to the picks. Here we go. Hands and spreads pick one. All right. I was glued at work to this uh, USA-Iran game. And I absolutely loved what I saw. I was looking through the lines for their next game, which is Saturday at 9 a.m., where they play the Netherlands. So for those of that don't know, uh, Amsterdam is in the Netherlands. I've been there. Humble brag. No big deal. Um, lots of tulips. Lots of tulips in the Netherlands. Um, and these players are going to play like tulips because USA is going to dominate them. Now, I found myself a little bet here. It's called the double chance. And when I saw that, you know I'm I'm placing some wager within that. Double chance is the following. Um, in regular time, because now we're at the round of 16, we're going to do uh, a little bit of extra time. If it's tied going into extra time, you may not have known that. I'm a, bit, a little bit of a football fan myself, so I'm happy to explain it to you. Um, if it goes into, uh, if it's tied, it goes into overtime. I believe two 15-minute periods, no big deal. I know all the rules, and it goes to penalty kicks. This double chance is only at the end of regulation, so at the end of the 90 plus the extra time. Double chance. If it's a tie or if the USA wins at the end of regulation, then this bet wins. That's why they call it the double-double. I love this bet. This could very much be 0-0 going into uh, overtime. USA could be up 4 to nothing. No, Nothing in between there, though. So tie or USA minus 110. Those bets are right in my wheelhouse. I absolutely love it. I smacked $69 on that bet because that's where my head's at right now. Let's go to the next pick. Hands and spreads pick two. Okay. Um, we got to talk about a team by the name of LSU who had everything to lose and everything <laughs> to gain. I think that's how that saying goes. They were in the driver's seat and they laid the egg, the proverbial egg, to Texas A&M last weekend. LSU, I, look, listen, nobody hates Brian Kelly more than me. <laughs> that guy is the worst. I hate his face. I hate his family. I hate everything about him. But he knows how to coach a football team, except if you're playing against uh, a Texas team because he does not he has not learned how to do that yet. So LSU right now, everyone's like, oh, they're in the doghouse. They're playing Georgia. Georgia's going to roll them. Oh, 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 nay, I say. 
this is the SEC championship game, and it's played in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's being played at 11 a.m., the hot time slot of 11 a.m. This, this is going to be a 3 to nothing game at halftime. This is one of those games. 3 to nothing. It's going to be a close game. I didn't even look at the over-under. I don't even want to look at the over-under. LSU is plus 17 and a half. I think they might play a little spoiler this game. I might sprinkle tinkle a little bit on the money line, but I absolutely love LSU plus 17 and a half. That's minus 110. Oh my gosh. We have World Cup 9 a.m. We Is this game really at 11 a.m.? Why are these games so early? All right. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to make a phone call to the SEC about this. That might change, but for now, pencil in 11 a.m. We are going to be 2 and 0 going into this last pick which happens to be at the same time as the other football game, apparently. Uh, but here we goes to our last pick. Hands and spreads, pick three, printing monies, pick of the week. Not sponsored this week, not sponsored any week. My record is, you know what, let's just call it comfortably above 500. Let's just put it, put it like that. Comfortably above 500. Um, Big 12 championship game, Arlington, Texas. This is Kansas State versus TCU. All right. Kansas State is a team. They are a good team. TCU, everybody's talking like, oh, my gosh, no, they can't. Oh, they don't deserve it. They're losing every game. Then they come back. And then all of a sudden, they're favorites against Kansas State by two and a half points. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to come back here and all of a sudden say TCU is favored versus Kansas State after everything I've been listening to for 10 weeks, 11 weeks, 12 weeks even. No, 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 no. Kansas State is here, and they have one goal in mind, and that's to win. And that's to show TCU who they really are, the horned frogs who belong by the marshes in Texas. Kansas State will win this game. If you parlay all three of these games, God bless you. I haven't plugged it in. <laughs> you must have funds to spare. But I love these three bets. I can wrap my head around every one of these. I, You know what? I dare anybody to tell me that I'm wrong on any one of these. I dare you. Text me. Call me. Mail me. Telegram. Anything like that. Uh, blue check mark on Twitter. Easily find me there. Verified. Thanks, Elon. Um I mean, what a great weekend. There's not many weekends left to, uh, of betting season here, so might as well get them in while you can. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. <laughs> so true. Oh, all right. Rick's got a little pep in his step, which I like. Uh, I was a little troubled today that Rick was ask, asking us how uh, the Asian handicap lines work on mm-hmm. soccer. I don't know the answer to it, but as our in-house sharp, I feel like he should know those things. Um, so it's a bit concerning. What do we have a record for Rick? Uh, do you know off the top of your head? No, nope. shaking your head. No. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy that Rick's in my life. He's he's done wonderful things for myself personally, mm-hmm. my pocketbook, 
and he's just given out just hot, hot soccer picks, <laughs> uh, which is my favorite that he will give us the picks that won't lose. And via text, he immediately starts complaining about how terrible soccer is. So that's exactly what I wanted in the middle of my Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's an absolute genius uh, and, and a bit psychotic, Rick Fieldsman, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sexy. Um, Bill, I assume that Las Vegas, Joe Fontbao down on the strip, my guy, Joe Fontbao, and he and his friends have created a line for gambling purposes for Bears Packers. Do you have that line for us? I do. I do. I do not because I didn't know where to go. Uh, I don't know what each team is against the spread and stuff, so we're just going to go right to this game, <laughs> uh, living on the island that it is because it does deserve all of our attention. Packers at Bears noon. We all know that in Chicago, Packers minus four um, over under 43.5 points. You can get the Bears on the money line at plus 158. Dan, which way would you go if you were a gambling man? I think that we don't know if, if is Fields playing. Are we assuming that Fields is playing? I can't imagine. I think the the Rogers not playing thing is making this line a little stagnant. I guess because could it be two backups? Is it Fields and Rogers? Um, I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears and the points. What was the over under again? I missed that. Forty three and a half. Forty three and a half. Any Bears game this year, you're taking the over. That Bears defense is hot, hot, hottest of trash. Um, I'm taking the Bears plus four. They're probably going to lose on a last-second field goal. Rodgers will do his Ionia thing, He, but he's thrown two interceptions uh, in that process against our terrible defense. Bears lose by one, cover the spread. We feel great about being keeping it close with the Packers, but we keep the number two pick. How far are we from the number one pick? Do you know? Uh, I think we're like a game and a half, and we because <laughs> they have a tie, yeah, and okay. we uh, uh, behind Houston, and if, you know we that was one of the th- yeah, yeah one of the three okay. teams we beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Well, what do you like in this game, Bill? I'm sorry to jump ahead there. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I uh, I love the over for. Similar reasons, Dan, but uh, I don't. I don't suspect that JF One will play. But I think uh, Nathan Peterman in garbage time will get everybody to that forty-four plus point total that we are all looking for. So that's that's what I have. Perhaps on a pass to Braxton Jones uh, at, at the goal line. I think. I think that. I think we can all celebrate together for many reasons if that happens. So I would do that. I would stay away from either side of the line. I, you all know me as a money line player. I cannot get behind putting any money on the Bears' money line without Justin Fields. And my, like I said, my suspicion is he will not play. And maybe the rest of this year? Don't know. We don't know that. Plenty of time to talk about that. But I don't see it happening this week. So, yeah, I would just go. I would hump that over super hard, and I would lay off the points and or the money line. All sound reasoning. What Mm -hmm. percentage healthy would he need to be at for you want him to play? Like, if he's at 50% now, 
would he be like 75 percent what 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 point would you feel comfortable if you were making the decision to throw him out there um 90 (laughs) percent okay just because of the lost season that it is yeah if he's feeling great and he thinks he could take a shot on his shoulder and it's not going to affect him very much i'm okay with it and assuming the doctors say he can't do any additional damage to it I'd like to see him out there at least one more time this year, just pure selfish reasons, because he's lots of fun. Um, maybe the Eagles game, right, after the bye? That kind of makes yeah. sense. I can't can't imagine he'll be much better like a week or two after the Eagles game. So I think that'll be the line. Like, if he doesn't play that game, I don't see him really playing the rest of this year. What that about you? Sense. Yeah, you I would say. Vibe? I think he's got to be a hundred percent at this point for all the reasons you explained. There's no reason, especially going into a bye week. Um, and no, I, I wouldn't push it at all. It's be like, if you're not a hundred percent, like we'll just roll out the two other dinks to play quarterback and just let's just take our loss and move on. So yeah, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need to, I, I want to see him out there. I don't need to see him out there. So, uh, Absolutely. well, Bill, what other what other games? I assume you've looked at the board, mm-hmm. uh, the the entire board. Maybe looking yep. at future future bets as well. Mm. What what do you like this week? All right, so I got three games Ooh, that yeah. I would recommend uh, combining for a parlay. So yes. these three games caught my eye. This is DraftKings as of this afternoon. So if if anything changed, you know, blame time. Don't blame me. Blame time. <laughs> so. I like nothing more outside of Bears games. I like nothing more than an NFL home dog. And as you know, Dan, I love nothing more than picking a plus money line on these games. So we got, this is the toughest one, I would say. Toughest one to wrap your balls around. Kansas City at Cincinnati. Uh, The Chiefs are a two-point favorite going to Cincy. It's a 325 game on CBS. Um, Cincy then would be a plus 110 money line. If you're going to go two points, you might as well go money line at that point. So they are, I would say, the least likely part of this three-part parlay, but it's worth it just to absolutely be randy midday because the other two games are at noon. So you'll know if you're potentially in the money or not. Uh, Game two, This one, I think, is most likely to hit. Jaguars at Lions. Lions are uh, plus one and a half, uh, which makes them an even money money line, plus 100. Lions are going to kick the Jaguars' ass. Jaguars fluke win last week. Lions lost in a heartbreaker. Dan Campbell will have them back. They will be just fine. They they got that bonus, that bonus buy, that mini buy. So you don't give Dan Campbell an extra three days to prepare. I think we can all agree. Uh, third, so the most medium to to cover on this, uh, so to speak, on this three, uh, this three game parlay. Steelers at Falcons. Falcons are a point and a half dog, which makes it again plus one hundred on the money line. Falcons at home seem pretty frisky. Steelers, they beat the Colts. Colts are absolute trash. Uh, I don't believe in the Steelers. I believe in the Falcons, kind of. So I would definitely put them in that parlay. So put them all together. That is plus 740. And that would be a lovely Sunday evening as you're about to eat some goulash. 
uh, when you got the Sunday scaries, at least you've got some extra cash in your pocket. Dan, what do you think? What do you think of that? Okay, I love the Cincy pick. I love that one with my entire heart and body. Lions Jaguars. I'm just going to be honest. I don't have any interest in that game at all. None. I don't trust either team. I don't trust Dan Campbell. I just don't. I just don't care about it. I, nobody should watch it. It shouldn't even be televised. Uh, the last game. I'm sorry. Did you say that that's Sunday night? No. The uh, no. I, I think it's, it's at noon. noon. I think oh, it's at noon. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that. If they're putting the Steelers on primetime again, just just shoot everyone yeah. in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the Steelers shouldn't be shouldn't be given points on the road. They're not a very good team. The Colts mm-hmm. are shit. That if you're going if we're going off of last night, nope, don't do that. Uh, I love it. I love I love all of them except I'm just really not interested in the Lions Jags game, and I I apologize for that. You're not a you're not a, a big cat guy, so that makes sense that you're a little intimidated by all that going on there. The Ford Ford Dome? What is it? I don't know what it's Ford called. Field. Ford there Field, I believe. Yep. Um we should mention that we uh were a part of a middle we middled a teaser between Rick Fieldsman, Coach Cuse. You were out on it, right? Yeah, were... I missed I was late on it. So yeah, I, I was just Loving what I saw after the fact, yeah. Rick Fieldsman teased down six points, teased down three games uh, to hit the over, and I teased up to hit the under, and it was looking real good right up until the end of that game last night. Out of nowhere, there were no points at all, and then Rick hit the over, and then there were just points everywhere, and I got real nervous, but we hit that under. It was great. It was great. Two bets that can win that wins both sides. It's so great. I it's, loved it. Uh, I loved it, it so much. Even if it lost, I, I meant it. I think I said in the text. I was like, even if it doesn't hit, I just I love everything about this. I'm up so much fun. So yeah. that yeah. was, that was it's the only way to make a, a Steelers Colts game interesting. That's yes. that's for damn sure. And and I don't know if Rick talked about this on Hams and Spreads because we don't Listen back until it's in our inbox, which I think it just arrived. But he um, he led us down an awesome path during during the World Cup today. With he he found a way to worst case break even, and yep. best case if things kept getting rolling, you just make a little bit of profit each way. The fastest to five corners was the main bet that we ha- you had to hit. Uh, USA being the team that had to get five corner kicks first. Uh, before Iran got five, and that hit early second half, and things got explosive. But we also needed uh, USA to be the first to get seven and then nine corner kicks. I'm pretty sure they ended up with just the five. five Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, that was that was electric. So it was slow early. There were no oh. corners for a bit. None, and then the U.S. got two back-to-back. They kicked a corner and then immediately got another corner. I was like, we're going to blow this out of the water. Yes, uh, it was it, he, it's so great. Can I actually read <clears throat> Rick's last two text messages to us in our text chain? Yes, please. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No. Okay. This first one. Oh my God, I love my bets so much. <laughs> That's text one. Okay. Text two from Rick Fieldsman. Sorry, Bill. Longest segment of my career, but I had a lot of stuff on my mind. 
Now, I don't know if that's being sarcastic or not without looking at it. Mm-hmm. If he if it was like 20 seconds long or it really was for like six and a half minutes, like you never know with that guy. But mm-hmm. I just love starting off with, oh, my God, I love my bets so much. <laughs> that's awesome. That That's Rick feeling like he's about to go on a heater. So I cannot wait to listen back. Loyal listeners, you've already gotten an earful of the thumbless Rick Fieldsman, so I'm jealous, but can't wait to do it, baby. This has been Hams and Bread? Yes, thank you so much, Bill, for all of your research and your spreads and your breads. God bless you. Not the shoes, my penis. Nobody cares about that anymore. Inventories through the roof. Natural gas, cheap. Plenty to go around for everybody. Because it's warm in Europe. You know what happens when it's warm in Europe to a soccer ball? It expands. It doesn't contract, it expands. Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. (laughs) Big Ten Minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Oh, the Big Ten is done besides the Big Ten championship this Saturday. That's disappointing. But, Dan, your Gophers made you a little bit of cash, I think, on Saturday. Is that right, buddy? That's right. We hit the over, thank goodness, and doing it in style, beating the Badgers, which is always great. Um, Yeah, dis- I would say it's a disappointing season. Oh, excuse me. Disappointing season all around for the Gophers, just with the Big Ten West being such dog shit. This was their opportunity with uh, multiple guys who were in their 30s, I think, at this point. They've played for so fucking long. Uh, but good showing by the, the young quarterback, Ethan Kalakapakamalabanis, uh, who's a, he's actually from the Western Burbs, I think. He's a, he's a Chicago kid. I think he got Big Ten offensive player of the week he had he had a he had a pretty decent game real weird uh you know given that you know michigan and ohio state was game of the week at, you know they, i don't know the gophers didn't play either of those teams they would have gotten their tits blown off uh but disappointing season the news today was um mo ibrahim was not one of the finalists for the the doke walker award oh. he total snub i know chase brown is one of them okay. the guy from texas it, it it made no sense. He like leads the nation in touchdowns. He's second in the nation in yards behind Chase Brown with a, like a handful of less carries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he got snubbed. People were upset about that. Who cares? PJ seems like Gopher fans are now bitching at each other about you know. There's fans like myself who are just upset. Like it's been disappointing. You can't get over the hump. Uh, but yeah, but it also is true that we probably can't do better with a coach. So you got to kind of deal with it and hope that he can figure it out. But overall, shouldn't have been that hard to get eight wins, but it was. Here we are. The Gophers are going to a bowl game that most people probably don't care about, even myself. But I'll still wager on it. Oh yeah, unless they play an Illinois team, which I doubt. 
but speaking of Illinois team, Bill, there was a moment there where it looked like you were maybe going to go to Indy this weekend, right? Yeah. Yes, there was. Walk us and... through that. Walk us through that. Okay, so total honesty, and you guys know me as a bleeding orange and blue type of guy. I had no idea there was a scenario for the for Illinois to potentially go to Indy until like Friday night. Like I was talking to somebody, I'm like, wait a minute, because I had I had buried myself from the pain of losing to Michigan and having lost what two out of three or three out of four, whatever it was, and I thought that dream is dead. And then I'm like, wait a minute. And no, so Thursday night, sorry, Thanksgiving night. That's when it was when I discovered this. I'm like, okay, I'll actually pay attention to Nebraska, Iowa on Friday with Nebraska going to Iowa. Nebraska needed to beat Iowa. Illinois needed to beat Northwestern on Saturday and Indiana needed to beat Purdue on Saturday. Illinois would have won a tiebreaker uh, between three different teams for this to happen. I don't know how they would have won that, but whatever. Uh, Nebraska pretty much kicked Iowa's ass until the very end. Of course, they almost blew it, but they, they completely outclassed Iowa on Friday. It was awesome. Absolutely loved it. As news of, uh, Matt Rule being hired for Nebraska were, was coming out. They, they actually played like they probably should have for at least some of the year. Nebraska uh, lived up to some of their talent. So that was awesome. So I, I went to bed Friday night thinking, okay, Purdue's kind of weird. I fully expect Illinois to kick Northwestern's ass because they're 1-10 and and they're terrible. Um, Indiana's not great, but they're not awful. Could it happen? So Illinois dominates Northwestern in the first half. They both play at two thirty game. Indiana's up at halftime over Purdue, and I'm starting to I'm starting to believe <laughs> at that point. However, I think just going into halftime, Indiana's quarterback completely blew out his knee oh. going in. Yeah, and it was they didn't like the camera like caught it almost as it was happening and kind of like zoomed out really there was never a good angle on it they, they did not like want to make people puke i think it was oh. that ugly and it was like a non-contact thing it was just disgusting i saw an offensive oh, lineman walk by him when he was on the ground and the guy the offensive lineman looked like he was about to puke so i don't know if oh, like a bone poked out or it's like i don't know what it was um so that was that was bad and they didn't score on that drive and i thought eh, this might not be great and then Purdue absolutely woke up in the second half and and uh, dominated. But it was okay. It actually didn't hurt because, A, I didn't realize that opportunity existed until Thanksgiving night. And, B, Illinois did it to themselves. Like, they, they had every opportunity to win the West, and they didn't. So it's like, you know, I didn't feel like they were robbed. Like, they if they beat Purdue at home, they're going to Indy this weekend. So yeah. they didn't do it. They didn't do it. So I am still um, – thrilled about an eight and four season so total opposite of how gopher fans are feeling i'm sure where your expectations were high going into this year i think vegas had over under total wins for illinois at like four and a half going into this year (laughs) maybe even three and a half yeah so this was um this was fantastic uh they're going to their best bowl in a long time um whatever that may end up being and i saw all the expert picks out there mostly espn most likely they're going to the what was the Outback Bowl. It's now the Relia Quest Bowl. That's stupid. What? Yeah, huh? Come on, Outback. You didn't pay your bills, you dicks. <laughs> so uh, that's in Tampa. That's most likely their destination against very possibly South Carolina, Ole Miss maybe, hard to say. Uh, or they'll go to the Music City Bowl, which would be great in Nashville. So 
huge, uh, huge stepping stone year for Illinois in a year where they lost a ton of super seniors going into the year. So I thought this might have been worse than last year's five and seven uh, season. And I'm glad I wasn't. So things are looking up at Champagne for Brent Awesome. Well, you mentioned Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. Luke Fickle is the other big mm-hmm. hire in the Big Ten. What do you think of, of both of those guys? Should we be scared being in the Big Ten West? Yeah, good question. Um, Matt Rule makes me a little more nervous, actually, than Luke Fickle. And I, I can't – I don't know why. I think – he was just so damn good at Baylor, like, and he brought them out of a horrible quickly, position. Right? Yes, really Turned quickly. It quickly, and they were fun. Like, so he should be able to recruit to to Nebraska probably better than the last two guys have, and they've been decent recruiting anyway. So I think that one makes me nervous. Uh, Luke Fickle, I feel like he might be a little overrated. Uh, he did incredible at Cincinnati. Like, I, I'm not trying to shit on him, but he, for some reason, he doesn't make me that nervous i think there's so many people that have transferred out because they love jim leonard so much where i feel like wisconsin's like devastated that jim leonard didn't get the job and i but feel like but i think leonard might stick around right that was the I, I saw a tweet today that they were trying to get him to stay BDC. okay so if that happens then i'm more pro fickle um i think i, I did see something yesterday that Wisconsin did not give um, Leonard any more money to take over the interim head coach job. <laughs> oh, so you wonder if they pissed him off with that and not giving him the job. And he's so like he's a he's a grad of of Minnesota, Jesus Christ, of Wisconsin. How dare you? Uh, and yeah, but there's so many like former Wisconsin players that on Twitter that were like besides themselves beside themselves that they didn't hire him as a head coach. So I wonder. I don't know. I. I don't know if Jim Leonard can be a head coach or not or whatever, but it might not be the easiest situation for Fickle to jump into. And he was already, I mean, he's a good recruiter. He recruited really well at Cincy. He had had a ton of four-star, five-star guys. So, and Wisconsin has a ton of four-star. I don't know. I don't know. Should I be more nervous about Luke Fickle? Am I I underselling him? No, I I don't. um, I feel like I don't know a lot about him. He just seemed like he did really well at Cincy. I have no idea. I, he's in Ohio. Is, he came from Ohio State. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think he was um, the interim coach when what when Trussell got fired. Right? Okay, does that sound right? Maybe. I, have, I don't. I don't remember. Okay. He, he's just going back to Jim Leonard taking over the interim gig. Is it common for them to get more money in an interim year? I don't know. Was, actually. I, I just saw the people were bancing it about like the the rumor always with Wisconsin a- athletics is that they're super cheap. So I uh, think it went to, that's what's, that's what drove is usually made them hard to attract people just with like the assistant um, coach pool. Like you can't yeah, attract. That's why Bielema left, right? Originally. Supposedly. With, suppose that was one yeah. of the reasons. Yeah. Um, well, but even the guy, yeah, the guy after him that bailed the, the like one non Wisconsin guy that they had, I can't remember his name. But that's why he apparently was in and out too. But whatever, I don't know that. I just like to laugh at Wisconsin a little bit. So I just that one just made me yeah. feel good that maybe they were cheap and that might cost them. Um, maybe who's a guy who's supposedly one of the best defensive coordinators at least in, in the country, right? Yeah, I, I guess I guess I'm more nervous that with that the Wisconsin with Fickle because he's proved that he can 
like do really well with recruiting and maxing out the guys were they in the playoff last year yeah. or two years yeah. ago mm-hmm. so like that's that's impressive so I'm ner- nervous about that I would prefer Jim Leonard stick around just because he's unknown and maybe he's inexperienced and too much pressure of coaching at, at where you went uh Matt Rule definitely makes me nervous yeah. <laughs> he definitely makes me nervous because uh, he's proved it at like a high level whereas like Scott Frost won it UCF or whatever that was you're just like eh. another thing like too much pressure for a guy who's who went there so um yeah and the Matt Rule thing makes me nervous and mm-hmm. I'd say fickle as well but yeah whatever just just beat him anyway so yeah I'm sure yeah, yeah I don't know whatever PJ's, How about Big Ten PJ's got nothing to be nervous about yeah. uh Big Ten hoops yes Illini ranked number 16th uh, they whooped Syracuse's ass tonight in the Big Ten ACC matchup, whatever the fuck we're calling that, the last year of it, uh, thanks to television. Um, Illinois, uh, they go to number 22, Maryland, on Friday, and then I will be in the house in Madison Square Garden next Tuesday as Illinois takes on number two, Texas. That nice. is going to be red hot red hot i i um uh, i'm coaching my son's basketball team again as you know dan and um there is a dad who is also an illini grad and they practice at 7 30 on tuesdays which is fucking brutal for first graders and the dad came in after practice so around 8 30 and started talking about the illinois game and i was i was sort of like ah, i don't want any spoilers i'm gonna watch that later and then he's like oh you don't want the bad news and i'm like Ah, oh, fuck. So I came home and I, I flew through the second half like super fast. I'm like, they're up like twenty the entire second. So that guy <laughs> was, was trolling with me. You. Yeah, so yeah, good for him. Good move. Good for him. Good yeah, move. yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, anyway, no, they're looking. They're looking awesome. I saw in um, I don't know if it was ESPN or the Athletic. I can't remember. Uh, projections for NBA draft next year. They have two Illini in the first round: Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins. So that would be. Red Hot, Coleman Hawkins had a triple-double tonight, apparently. Uh, Good times. Uh, Minnesota hoops. How excited are you to turn the page from uh, Minnesota football to basketball? Nope. Not into it yet. No clue. Okay. Okay. Are they still losing to DePaul? (laughs) I know they lost the ACC matchup last night to Virginia Tech, maybe? That sounds right. I'm not 100%. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Didn't even Just know. Be frisky in the Big Ten. Beat Michigan or Michigan State or somebody. It'll happen. Minnesota will they'll surprise somebody. They're good for one of those. They'll be yeah. like a ranked team at the barn unexpectedly. It'll be like a Saturday morning game that nobody yeah. cares about. So super yep, sleepy. That'll happen. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't do it against Illinois, okay? Just don't okay. do it, Dan. All right. Not a problem. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh uh, before we exit this segment, uh, we're going to give you just a little piece of Grease Tank Frank, who also had to settle a bet uh, with Illinois whooping Northwestern's ass in the hat game. Uh, he had to create a song, so we'll give you just a little piece, and then his full song uh, is also at the end of this episode. I did want to say, Frank, I don't mean to rub this in, but since Brett Bielema has faced Pat Fitzgerald the last two years... Illinois is outscored Northwestern 88 to 17. 
<laughs> in those two games. So I just wanted to point that out. You know, that's with the 41 to 3 win. Uh, also wanted to say three out of the last four years for Northwestern uh, three and nine, three and nine, one and 11. Uh-oh. So Pat Fitzgerald can fire all the coordinators he wants, but at some point, those roosters are coming home to lay eggs all over his penis. <laughs> I think yeah, he's on the hot seat. Hot seat yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, fuck you, Fitzy. But Grease Tank, I still love you. Take it away with a little piece of what you'll finish at the end of the episode, baby. Dan, thank you for all of your thank research. You. Thank you. Row the boat. Cats can bring you down. Cats can bend your knees. Cats can break your heart. Have you beg and please? Beg and please. Banjo. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Dan, we talked a little soccer, but do you want to uh, talk a little bit more about today's occurrence? Uh, yes, the American team is probably going to never lose a game ever again. They refuse to lose. They win. They beat Iran. Iran. How do you say it? I know that reporter got all over the uh, U.S. Uh, guy for not saying it properly. Uh, we're just going to say Iran, Iran. Who cares? You lost. You suck. <laughs> Eat my ass. It's America. It is funny. I has to piss off like european like england like mike i know has to Mm -hmm. hate this about Mm -hmm. how cocky we are about soccer and the whole chanting it's called soccer and like it's just funny it's we're just playing with house money at this point like we made it out of the group stage into the knockout rounds and we're just like you know when we lose we're gonna be sad for about five minutes and Mm -hmm. we're gonna be like let's just go watch football it's who cares (laughs) so you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's so perfect and it's just perfect american arrogance of like (laughs) oh this this sports it's like we'll lose like ah we don't even like the sport who cares not even our best best athletes we don't care so it's it's perfect i loved it that game was was exciting today probably should have scored more than one goal and it doesn't help that pulisic pulisic i don't know how to say it uh injured his dick on the only go goal that we scored so if he doesn't play saturday that's probably an issue so yeah you know it's fun world cups now that i i appreciate soccer more than i did it is it's fun they're just ripping off games left and right with like no break it just run through it let's get it over with i love it it's been awesome it's been so red hot and i i appreciate qatar for uh, making sure that the three u.s games were on at one o'clock locally, that's that's been tremendous. Uh, they do play nine a.m. on Saturday against the Netherlands. What's your scouting report on the Netherlands, also known as soccer? Holland. They like they kick a good ball. Uh, they have a good goalkeeper. 
Uh, obviously, we all know him. His, his name is Flurgin Flargin. Mm-hmm. Uh, great hands, big paws. Uh, takes up a lot of space in the goal. I think I saw we're like plus 330 or something to win that game. It's uh, not looking great in, in, in terms of Vegas odds, but mm-hmm. we've given up. We gave up one goal so far, and it was on a penalty kick. In the I didn't had no idea the American goalkeeper. He like just started playing soccer in high school, oh. and then he like walked on some somewhere in college. And is they they brought it up today. His claim to fame in college was he was in the he was ranked. He had a video where he was in the not top ten. He was the number one not top ten video on Sports Center. Whereas like a ball like bounced off the crossbar, went high in the air, and he tried to catch it, and it like bounced off his chest and went into the goal. And it's like, look at him now. He's on the US team and he's given up zero goals, uh non penalty kick goals. So um I don't know. Like I said, it's fun while it's la you know, they're probably there's a good chance they'll lose and we'll just all be like, Well, what time's the Big Ten championship game on? Like this, we'll just get over it pretty quickly. Whereas, yes. like, I feel like England will lose, and Mike will be on suicide watch for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't speak for Mike, but um, it's just it a little right. light, tro- light trolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you have, uh, do you have an angle on the U.S. game this this Saturday morn? You know, I, um, I do. And that angle is hump that money line. You want to get rich quick going into that Sunday three-way parlay that I told you about? Yeah. You'll, you'll have the funds to do it if you hump the U.S. It's, it's fait accompli, baby. This is our year. This is our time. Uh, love those blue kits. I hope we wear them again on, on yep. Saturday. Those things are sharp as fuck. They really pop. Could you imagine if we won the World Cup? Like, I think you'd have be, to shut down soccer, wouldn't you? You'd like, have to just be like, "It's over." Like, we yeah. we <laughs> it, it wouldn't we killed it, it. It won't happen. But could you imagine? I think actually, I think there could be like terrorism in America. Like, there could be countries may declare war on the u.s just based off our shitty attitude about Mm -hmm. just how casual we are about it and the it's called soccer chant is so annoying and amazing i love it yeah (laughs) it's great we're we're the best we're absolutely (laughs) the best it's it is we're the best just ask us we're the best yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) Exactly. Very modest country that what we live in. It's fantastic. Um, Dan, how upset are you that the Cubs didn't get Jose Abreu? Are you are you out of your mind? It's so I'm devastated. Um, were they that serious? So what, what I I saw on, was a Twitter some two year forty million. Maybe that was brother Dave actually three. put that in the one three three year sixty million dollars for for an aged oh really Jose Abreu oh. yeah. Yeah, Crazy. you don't want to do that. And I, no. What was the, what did the, what was the White Sox offer? Did did, did that come out or uh, 
unannounced. It, like Jose said, they made him an offer, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't spill the. Bit. It was probably one year, one point sixty nine million dollars, <laughs> less than guess. the veterans minimum. Yeah, uh, yeah. to stay with it's yeah. Uh, I I was thinking about this today. Like Abreu going to the Astros is great for for him. It's great for the Astros. How weird would it be to roll into like? to be the guy that joins a team the year after they win a world series. Like yeah, everyone else is like, Oh, there's just good vibes all around. And you're just like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't here, but it seems like a good time. Just a weird yeah. feeling, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they're going to have their night where they drop the <laughs> banner, raise the banner. I don't know what, whatever they do these days, everyone gets their rings and you're just like, all right, I'm going to go take a few extra swings in the batting cage. <laughs> It's just a, it's just strange, right? Especially for a guy who was he was MVP two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Good for him. Good for the Astros. Shame on the White Sox, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. The Cubs thing, I, I can't think about baseball. I, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's uh, yeah, I can't think of it just because it makes me angry at. Rickon and Jerry <laughs> Reinsdorf, so I'm with you. I'm definitely not there. Give me some hot stove good news, and I'll be all the way back in. But uh, Clevenger, right now, did, did yeah. they sign Clevenger? Okay, yeah. I don't know if he has a right arm still, but typical Sox <laughs> try to get a guy in a one year deal, catch lightning in a bottle. Same old shit like Johnny Cueto last year, and maybe it works. Probably won't, and <laughs> probably be. 83 and 79. Remind me the Sox coach uh, coach's name again. Uh, Pedro Grafal, I believe. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just announced his full staff today. Oh. Oh. So they still can't get rid of Daryl Boston, first base coach. Sox <laughs> fans are losing their minds. It's like his fourth manager that he's survived and nobody really knows what he does. It's so great. He's the first base coach. Yeah. And supposedly he coaches the outfield (laughs) and our outfield's been so bad, but it's like, we also have a bunch of first basemen and DH is playing the outfield, playing the corners anyways. It's like, is that really Daryl Boston's fault that Eloy Jimenez is in left field? (laughs) I don't think so. This is great. Yeah, man, socks are in a weird socks. place. They are. I hate. I God, I hate them all. Um, anything else that tickles the old pickle, Dan? No. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Anything? Anything of note? It's great. Uh, we did not eat hen. Um, it was relaxing. I drank entirely too much. Uh, Kristen Doinks and I. It was at my parents, and we. Um, we have a couple of really weird-looking pilgrim figurines that we hid in my parents' house as part of their decor now. And my mom <laughs> found it that night and took a picture and said, thank you for the pilgrims. So uh, we were not as smooth as we thought we were, probably because <laughs> of all the hams that I was drinking. So, yeah. How about you? How was yeah. – uh, did you go Did you go to the hinterlands? The, uh, is that – 
What is hinterlands? Is that a Game of Thrones thing? What's that is mean? It by, is it? That's what I picture. Just an area by Iowa that you go sometimes. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That I go you may to have my to, like, in-laws. Shoost things. Yeah. Yeah, I was at my in-laws. It was very relaxing. Also, did a fair amount of eating and drinking. It was great. Loved it. I don't know if I mentioned previously. I don't don't have a kitchen, uh, so it was nice to be in a house that didn't have dust everywhere and has a functional kitchen Mm -hmm. so it was wonderful i was happy to do it get away for a bit and did not shoost anything okay i did see let's see i did see a a giant big ass possum saw a couple deer uh, a lot of good amount of mice There's just stuff going on all the time, just all around nature. So, you know, it was great. It was great. Good. Welcome back. Welcome back. I understand that you um, recently broke bread with our buddy Thod. I hope that he had a lot of yams to give you. Thod appeared on season one around Thanksgiving, and we were all extremely drunk during that episode. And I don't remember much, but... Uh, Thod, there's a warm spot in my heart for good old Thod. Yep, he's doing great. Told me to tell everyone hello. He's as handsome as ever. Mm -hmm. I caught him briefly before he had headed back down to Texas. Cool. He's in Texas. Yeah. As a a freebie, I know most of you listeners don't know what Todd looks like. He works uh, at a lot of Dallas Mavericks games, so you may see him on TV here and there. So turn on your TV. Try to figure out who Todd is. Send us a picture, and I'll tell you if you're right. We will give you a 30 rack of hams, if you are correct. Yes. Um, But you'll have to pick it up at some random place because we're too cheap to ship it, and it might be illegal. Thod is, here's a hint, smolderingly handsome. Mm -hmm. That's that's your hint. Tall and very handsome. Kind of looks like Alex Rodriguez. But white, <laughs> yeah. but Caucasian. Indeed, indeed, very white. In fact, I mean, his name is Todd. So one D. Yeah, yeah, one D. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's all I got, Bill. I think right, um, we'll get a win this week. I will be in the house Ooh, with Beazle. Nice. So that'll be fun. I think this might be my last game of the year. There's a I'm lot of home games schedule. coming up. A lot of home games. A lot of yeah. I'm not definitely not going on Christmas Eve. Nope. Mm-hmm. The next one, Eagles, I think is the next home game. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. And then the very last game, I think, is home against the Vikings. <laughs> Finishing up with the Vikings, but at home this time. Is there going to be like a hundred people there? I mean, it's. I think meaning it'll probably be meaningless for the Vikings at that point as well. So could be, yeah, yeah. That should be pretty <laughs> miserable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it could be fun. It'd be fun to see see a win this week. But if not, yeah. that's also a win. So we're in a good spot for sure. And I will watch uh, this Sunday. I promise. I just needed a week off. I needed a week off from the Bears, and um, it, it, it felt good. Speaking of weeks, a week off, uh, we will be off next week for bye week. 
maybe we'll slide in a post game Green Bay at some point before I go to New York. Maybe maybe we won't. Probably not. We'll see. Probably not. Probably not. We don't want to make promises that we can't deliver on, guys. Um, so probably not. Let's go with probably not. And uh, but I wish you a lovely Sunday. Say hi to Beasel. Get a W. What the fuck? Or at the very sure. least, you know, hurt Aaron Rodgers. I'd be okay with sure. that too. That'd be a win. Yep. Yep. We're good with that. Safe travels to New York, buddy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your wishes. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed dinner at Red Sonia's. What what was it? Red Resdora. Resdora oh. partially owned by Tony Shaloub. Who knew? Amazing. I love it. I um, love it too. This okay. is fun. Thanks for mm-hmm. thanks, thanks for letting for mixing me. it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for letting me host. Yeah, lead it off. Thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. You're handsome. Thank you. You too. You're good at drinking hams. Thank you. You too. You're good at traveling. Thank you. You you're, too. You're good at hiding pilgrim figurines in homes. You're not. I'm not. I'm good at burying pilgrims inside of vaginas. Anyway. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy Grease Tank and Phil's beautiful full-length songs to close out this episode. See you in a couple weeks. Zero doinks. Bye, everybody. Bye. As promised, here are two songs from two different eggs who have to settle a bet. We'll finish today's episode with Phil in Indiana delivering his, I guess Mitch Trubisky does suck after all, wager. Sorry about that. But first, here is Grease Tank Frank after his cats lost to the Illini delivering on his bet. Here's the full length Tears in Evanston. This is Grease Tank. And this is Tears in Evanston. Would you guess the game? Hat came down in Evanston. Results are the same. Northwestern lost in Evanston. I must be strong and carry on. Cause I know it won't last long here in Evanston.
Would you score just once? But Jackie can't score a touchdown. O'Neill is a dunce. Defense is run by a clown. Fitz will find a way. Fire them, but he can stay. Cause I know it can't stay this way here in Evanston. Cats can bring you down. Cats can bend your knees. Cats can break your heart. Have you beg and please? Beg and please. The future teams They'll win it seems Then I'll know There'll be no more Tears in Evanston We'll finish today's episode with Phil in Indiana delivering his, I guess Mitch Trubisky does suck after all. Oh, holy Mitch, Matt Nagy screwed you in Chicago, then off to Buffalo to learn behind Josh Allen, then to Pitt to resurrect your career. That off to a slow start after two and a half games, two touchdowns, two picks. Not a great start, then a pass slipped through Deontay Johnson's hands. It was picked off. You confronted him in the locker room halftime. He got butt hurt. Started an argument, then Mike Tomlin decided to bench you and not Johnson because he knew that would send Pitt fans into a frenzy. But the fan favorite, Kenny Pickett from Pitt University, would not be a bad decision by him because the fans wanted him. Oh, Mitch Trubitsky, you'll rise again because there are still teams that need QBs. Carolina's QB room is a fucking mess. And in Washington, 
You got the awful wench, Heineke's alright, but I still think you are better. In Matt Ryan needs to retire, so maybe Indy. Or you could go to Houston with Lovey. Mitch Trubisky will rise again. Your story's not over. Oh, Mitch, you'll rise once more.